And we are back on topic here as we get ready for our Thanksgiving weekend. If you are on the road, maybe you're on the 401, a story has come out that the 401 is its most dangerous on Fridays. Why don't we throw in as well the story that we talked about yesterday. If you're on Friday and you're driving here on the 401, maybe a whole bunch of people are driving stoned around you. We've got a lot to talk about. Carrie Schmidt is joining me, OPP Highway Safety Division. Carrie, welcome. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. There's a there's a lot of, as we say, moving parts when it comes to our safety on the roads. As yeah. What is it about Fridays that makes the 401 so dangerous? Well, I don't know. I, I don't want to say that it is more dangerous than other days. Maybe your stats uh, point in that direction. Uh, maybe Friday is the day when everyone's anxious to get home and capitalize. Maybe and they're maximize. stoned on Friday. Nobody's <laughs> figured that in. Well, hopefully not coming out of the office if you're going home. But I, I don't know. That's a scary proposition as well. But hey, you the weekends are short enough. And, and if you're trying to Push it to the limit. I'm watching traffic on the 401 right now and uh, crawling out of the GTA. And I know people are anxious to uh, get into uh, weekend uh, activities. So, you know, unfortunately, when things go a little awry and you push the limit, all of a sudden your weekend is spoiled and it's certainly not going to get off to a good start. You got it. And we should explain to our listeners that this story came from the CBC. They did an analysis and over a five-year period, Fridays on the 401 are the most dangerous. Sundays are the safest. Does that resonate, Carrie? Well, yeah, well, obviously Sunday there seems to be less traffic volumes, uh, especially in the morning hours, but it gets busy in the afternoon and, boy, we're going to get close to uh, the holiday season and all of a sudden we're going to have traffic jams and the days are getting shorter daylight hours are getting shorter and and all of a sudden it's darkness and then we're dealing with winter weather so uh any day is different and over every curve or over around every curve or up over hill you never know what's in front of you and really it just comes down to making sure you're always prepared and uh don't let your guard down even if it is the weekend and you think uh, you're kind of home free Let me ask you, you know, as OPP Highway Safety, you've got to be concerned about the story that has a lot of people talking. I've been joking about it, but that almost two million people in Ontario are driving when they're they're stoned. This is about to become illegal. It's not far away. What kind of a sea change is it going to be for you, Carrie? Well, well, first of all, hearing those numbers, uh, that is frightening. And really, those people that admit to it also, by saying that, also don't think there's a problem. And they're probably uh, either proud of the fact that they can either smoke and, uh, and still drive a vehicle. They have no idea what it's, how it's affecting them. If they think it's going to relax and, and make them a better driver, well, wait till uh, something happens in front of you. A kid runs in front, a bicycle's there, mm-hmm. and you need to have quick, responsive uh, reactions. And you may not have that. Um, you know, impaired driving is a criminal offense. Drugs or alcohol, it does not discriminate. And if you're impaired by anything, uh, that is criminal. And uh, the penalties are severe. We have our tools ready to go. We have had... What do you do? What do you have? You know, we know what you have for alcohol, but what do you do at this point for cannabis? 
Well, we have uh, what we do is the uh, roadside uh, uh, sobriety test, uh, SFST, a standard field sobriety test that we will do automatically at a roadside. And uh, based on the results of uh, what you see on the movies often, uh, the heel-toe move and walk a line and balance on a foot, those kinds of... uh, The thing that Tiger Woods failed about a year ago, that thing. Yeah, something like that, (laughs) exactly. And uh, depending on the officer's uh, observations and their determination, they'll determine whether or not you... Uh, pass or fail. If you fail, you, then you go down and visit with one of our drug recognition experts, and they will evaluate you on a whole series of tests, physiological, physical, and, and, and so on, mental tests as well, that will uh, you know, give them uh, a baseline of what, in totality, if they believe you're impaired or not. And based on that, that will be used as evidence, and you will be charged with impaired driving, which is the same as alcohol-impaired driving. There's no difference in the criminal code. And uh, we have had uh, many charges already, over 200 drug-impaired driving charges already this year, although alcohol far outnumbers those uh, charges over But maybe 5, you don't know. Maybe you don't know. I mean, 2 million people are, are, are driving mm-hmm. when they're stoned. Clearly, yeah. they don't think they're going to be caught. So right. alcohol outweighs it, but we don't know. No, it's a it's a big gray area here. Well, again, we're, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, come legalization, and and I I don't know if there'll be a huge influx. Uh, people are doing it now. These people are admitting to driving high and driving stone, and that is scary. The uh, the fact is that THC will will stay in your system in in, in your blood or in your fat cells uh, for longer periods of time. And we're looking at uh, other tools as well. At this point, we use the officers. Uh, uh, ability to investigate and do those tests, and, and we use that as our uh, our benchmark for taking impaired drivers off the road. But when you see them all over the highway, uh, up and down in speed, weaving through lanes, uh, and there may be alcohol mixing with the drugs. Yeah. It's not all situations. Sometimes they go fast, sometimes they go slow. That's why right. I want to carry. Do you look for people going, I know it's a big cliche, but yeah. you look for people driving really slowly. Do you know what? Yeah, <laughs> the speed differential is actually yeah. a huge concern for us. It's the very fast drivers and it's the very slow drivers that uh, people uh, will come into collision with. And uh, those drivers are often fatigued or impaired or distracted. Mm-hmm. And you can spot them very easily. Any driver will see that one car that's just holding way back. And when you finally roll yeah. by them, you'll see their head is down, they're nodding, or maybe you have that glow from that cell phone. <laughs> or maybe they are stoned and you yeah. see a uh, a cloud of smoke. Uh, in Is that what you cabin. do? You look for smoke. What do you look for? <laughs> it's your job. So well, what do you look for to well, see if somebody's stoned? Well, we're looking for the indicia of impairment. Uh, and, and with the standard field sobriety, there's, there's physical tests that you can look at, uh, obviously with their balance and their coordination, uh, the horizontal gaze of stagmas, the different eye reflex movements that uh, you can use as uh, part of your uh, evaluation on the, this person's impairment. And, uh, you know, speaking to the people, you can find out you know, relatively quickly, if uh, <laughs> if you think they're stoned or impaired by some by some drug. Now, it could be prescription, it could be uh, over the counter or illicit, and uh, and then that's of that. that's another story. Well, I would like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, Carrie Schmidt. It was great to have you reminding oh, us of all things important. Oh, awesome! Thank you. Enjoy the fall colors and just be safe out there this long weekend. Thank you, Carrie. Carrie's OPP Highway Safety Division giving us a, a little a little bit of a, a tip on what they're looking for.